Do you ever feel like a babysitter or a law enforcement officer trying to get your people to do their job, the job that you're paying them good money to do? In fact, you're probably paying your people 50% more to do the job today than you paid them just a couple of years ago. And what about turnover? Is your turnover out of control? Do you have 100 job openings? Are you desperate to find warm bodies to fill your schedule because nobody wants to work? Well, then I'd like to be the first to say, welcome to the club. Hey, it's Peter Harmon, the food guru here with your weekly pep talk. My goal is to help you build a better restaurant and live the life of your dreams. Today is Monday, April 4th. This is episode number 172 of Build a Better Restaurant Podcast. It's called Waiting for Inspiration. On Friday night, my sweet little farm girl wife asked me, Hey, what's your podcast going to be about this week? And I said, I'm not sure yet. I'm waiting for inspiration. And she said, that's it. Everyone is waiting for inspiration. They're stuck and confused. We all need to be inspired. And inspiration is the thing that helps us keep going and find our path. So boom, there it is. Waiting for inspiration. Now, two weeks ago, we discussed in this podcast your priorities and schedule as the owner. And last week, we discussed your manager's priorities and their schedule. So this week, let's go deeper and discuss your people, your employees, and your staff, and your team members. Let's start with thing number one. What's really happening and why? Are your people inspired to do a great job and kick ass? Or are they something else? How about maybe they're burned out or disgruntled or lazy or sloppy or worthless? Or how about they're just going through the motions, maintaining the status quo? Well, here's the thing about the status quo. It sounds good on the surface. You know, we've been doing it for two years, just trying to hold on. But when we look below the surface, we realize that the competition, the other restaurants around us are moving forward and they're getting better. So in reality, maintaining the status quo means we're falling behind. Life is about energy, and the restaurants with positive energy, they grow, and the ones with negative energy shrink, and neutral energy is nothing. It doesn't matter. It starts with an N, so it's kind of negative. It isn't positive. When you walk into a restaurant or a building or a room, you can feel the energy and excitement in that space or not. You know immediately when you're welcome and when you're not. Remember, neutral starts with the letter N. So it's not positive. And we need positive energy to grow and move forward. Here's what I see when I look around. I see people following the herd like sheep. I call them sheeple. They're following the followers. They're following the Kardashians or the latest fad. They see the other kids doing something they want to do it too. It's human nature. They're doing what they've done since the first day of school or even daycare. They're trying to fit in, to get by. 80% of Americans just want to fit in. Their only goal is to fit in and not stand out. They want to be accepted. 80% of Americans 
do not have a real personal goal. They just want to get by without any major issues or explosions. 80% of Americans share the group goal. Do what you're told and fit in. Be nice, get along with others, follow the Kardashians. Work Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, punch out at 5 o'clock. Go home, eat dinner, watch TV, or play video games. Take every weekend and holiday off. Follow the herd. You're an American. You're entitled to a nice, leisurely life. Unfortunately, these folks are uninspired. They have no goals of their own. These people want leisure time, TV, and fast food because it's easy. It only requires minimum effort. Okay, now the next group. 14% of Americans do have personal goals. They go to college or they go to a trade school and they learn a skill. They get a good job or they start their own business. They buy a house, maybe put two cars in the garage. They're doing something that they're passionate about. And this is great. But remember this, 80% of the Americans, the 80% of the people, those are their friends. And they, the 80%, are afraid of change and discomfort and anything that happens outside their comfort zone. So they're going to do everything they can do to keep their friends, the 14 percenters, safe from risk. So they try to warn their friends. They put their ideas down. They don't usually do this on purpose, but the result's the same. They kill the dreams and the goals of the 14 percenters. Maybe because they don't want them to leave or to outgrow their little group. So they say things like, hey, you work too much. What are you trying to prove? You're going to die from a heart attack. Why are you always kissing up to the boss? They're only going to use you and spit you out when they're done with you, like they did my Uncle Joe. So the dreams of the 14 percenters get squashed by their friends and relatives and parents and spouses and maybe kids and neighbors. Whoops. But remember this, this group still has the itch. They secretly and silently dream of personal freedom and financial independence. And that itch is going to have to be scratched from time to time. Okay, next we move up to the 5% of Americans. The top 5% have real goals and they follow their passion. They live life on their own terms. And they don't care what they, the 80 percenters, have to say. They just do their thing and live their life. Yes, the constant criticism gets to everybody. And the 5% will make a stutter step or two or three every once in a while. And they're going to let the 80%, the naysayers, deflate their balloon. But overall, this group, the top 5%, continue to move forward and they become successful on their own terms. Now, above the 5%, the top 1% of the American population, these people are so crazy and passionate about what they do that they turn into people like Tom Brady, Shaquille O'Neal, and Elon Musk and Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. They also turn into legends like Steve Jobs and Thomas Edison and Henry Ford. And these people are so fixated on what they're doing and their mission that they don't care what the sheeple say. They don't have time to listen to them. They don't care what they think. So 
This is why it's so important who you surround yourself with, who you let into your life, who you listen to. You must surround yourself with positive people, winners who have dreams and goals. Okay, let's just take a second and let that sink in. Personally, I don't know any, anyone who's wildly successful, who only works nine to five Monday through Friday. How about you? Can you name one person? I sure can. Okay, but for some reason, the goal of the 80% of Americans is Monday through Friday, nine to five and weekends and holidays off. Why? Okay, so the 80% follow the followers. 14% above that are conflicted. They vacillate back and forth, maybe 50-50. So they really don't get anywhere. The top 5% are about 80% committed. 80% of the time they do the thing that moves them forward and 20% of the time they flounder and vacillate and get deflated by the naysayers, the they. And the 1% never flinch. They know who they are and what they want. And they do what it takes to get it, no matter what they say. Okay, so here's one of my favorite phrases. Be careful for what you wish because you will get it with all the nasty little strings attached. Okay, this brings us to thing number two. What is inspiration? Okay, now I got this definition from the internet. Inspiration is the process of being mentally stimulated to do something, especially to do something creative. It is a sudden, brilliant, creative idea. Now, here are some synonyms to inspire. Encouragement, enthusiasm, motivation. Genius, insight, incentive, and revelation. Now, here are a couple antonyms or opposites. Discourage and hinder. Depression. To stop someone, to depress them, to grind them to a halt with reality and the cold, hard truth. I remember the first time I went to a bank for a restaurant loan. Talk about the cold, hard truth. Whoa. Okay. Inspiration gets people excited about the possibility, and it usually starts with something we see as impossible. And then, someone shows us the way to accomplish it. They make the impossible possible. This is what great teachers do. This is what great mentors do. What great coaches do. This is what leaders do. They inspire us to go for it, to take the risk, to go outside of our comfort zone. This is why we love them so much, and we never forget them 50 years later, because they gave us a precious gift the gift of encouragement and inspiration. They inspire us. They motivate us to start. They give us permission to do it and go for it, to be our higher self and try. They help us feel worthy and valuable. Ladies and gentlemen, this is called love. Leaders give us a place to belong, a place to call home, a group to belong to, a family and structure and a goal to aim for. They give us a reason for living. This is why kids join gangs. They need a place to belong. And the gang leaders are smarter than you think. They find the kids who are lost and abandoned and they pluck them out. Because 
Now think about that because we can do better than that. We in the restaurant business have something positive to offer, a different path. Sure, this path isn't for everyone, but it's for some of them. I call them the animal shelter kids, the ones that nobody wants. And they come from all walks of society. That's right, rich neighborhoods and poor neighborhoods. They come in all shapes and sizes and ethnic groups. These are the ones we can help. These are the ones we can serve. We can't fix them. We're not social workers. That's up to them. But we can give them an opportunity, a chance. We can show them a different path, one that benefits both them and us. This can be win-win. That's what it has to be. Now, I know that some of you are thinking, hey, I don't have that. I can't do that. I'm burned out. Or all that just seems too fake. All that rah-rah stuff all the time, I can't do it. Okay, so please listen to this. I'm going to tell you something really important and really true. You do have it. If you've ever gotten excited about something, I mean anything, you have the excitement gene inside you. If you've ever been kind or shown love to another person, or maybe a little baby or a puppy or a kitty, you have the love gene inside. If you've ever been encouraged, if you have ever encouraged another person, a friend or a teammate or a family member or a child to do something, it was just an inch outside their comfort zone. You have the encouragement gene. If you've ever led anyone to anything for any reason, even yourself, you have it. Sure, it may be dusty or rusty, but you do have it. And all you have to do is take it back out and dust it off and start using it again because it's yours. Another word for this is love. And it's standard equipment on every human being on the planet. And you own it. And it's 100% paid for in advance. There are no monthly payments. It's the most powerful force in the universe. Another word for love is positive energy. Okay, this brings us to thing number three. How to put this to work. The first thing is to develop positive energy and movement. Now, there are five steps, okay? This is kind of like culture, all right? First, it starts with a thought or an assumption. We assume that we can be positive for one minute. And then when we do that, that leads to a belief. See, when someone or something or some event inspires us and we believe we can do it, so we give it a try. And when it works, we say, wow. And then we do it again. And pretty soon we start to believe and our belief grows and it gets stronger. And then step three is we accept the fact that we can be positive. And over time, that becomes a truth and part of our daily life. And then that assumption and that belief become acceptance. And we turn that into an expectation. We start to expect good things to happen. And finally, if we stay at it long enough, it turns into an artifact. An artifact is the physical manifestation of something like a happy team or a group or a pleasant work environment or happy customers and money in the bank. There's even a formula for this. It's 
A times E equals P. And that means acceptance times execution equals performance. When we inspire someone to do something positive and they accept the positive idea and they do it or execute that action of the positive thing, we have positive performance. So acceptance times execution equals performance. So we need to inspire our people to accept the idea. Now let's, let's look a little deeper into this. It starts with the owner. The owner must have a vision or a goal. Think of it like an infection or a virus. Now, as you're well aware, a virus can and will spread quickly. But an infection and a virus, that's negative. That's bad. But inspiration is positive. Here's how it works. The owner has a vision, a dream, or a goal. And then the owner inspires the managers. And then the managers inspire the team members. And the team members inspire the customers and the guests. And get this. Your customers will never be more excited about your product and your restaurant and your business than your people are. And your people will never be more excited about it than your managers are. And your managers will never be more excited about it than you are. Wow. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Okay, remember, negative also works the same way, only faster. When the owner has a bad day or does something really stupid, like abuse an employee or a customer or whatever, that's going to infect the staff with a nasty virus, and that virus is going to spread fast. In fact, negative spreads at least three times faster than positive because we're all so conditioned to think negatively. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a big, big deal. So let's wrap this baby up. In conclusion... What do you want your legacy to be? Do you want it to be that, hey, I got rich by exploiting weaker people. I made them do what they didn't want to do so I could get rich. Now I'm rich, but they're still the same. Too bad. So sad for them. Or how about this one? This is a dog-eat-dog -dog world and I clawed my way to the top. Or how about I empowered my people and inspired them to shoot for the stars. And they did. And the people grew. And the company grew. And the people carried me to the top on their shoulders. Wow. I like that a lot better. And I hope you do too. My name is Peter Harmon. I am the food guru. My goal is to start a restaurant revolution where every restaurant owner who joins us has the knowledge and information they need to win in the restaurant game. I want to help you reimagine your restaurant. I want to help you build a business system that will help you achieve financial freedom and personal independence. Now, I want to take a minute to talk about my book. It's called Restauranting 101. It focuses on eight basic fundamentals of the restaurant business. I just updated this book and I just reread it myself. And I want to tell you that it got me all fired up. It really inspired me to be a better boss and a better leader. And I can't wait to give a copy to all my key people because I know it's going to get them fired up too. And they're going to understand where I'm coming from. And I know that this book is going to help you too. And I know it'll also help your people. So if you're stuck and you need some inspiration, and if your people are stuck and they need some inspiration, please 
go to Amazon and search Peter Harmon Restauranting 101 and buy my book. Why not buy one for you and each of your managers? The book only costs $15.99. That's the price that Amazon set. And I guarantee this will be the best investment you make in your restaurant this year. If you buy this book and you don't love it, I will personally refund all your money, no questions asked. I mean, think about that. For the same price as you pay your cooks for one hour of work, you can learn something that will inspire you and your people and improve your restaurant. And if you buy one for your managers, they're going to get fired up too. They're going to be inspired. I'm very serious. What do you possibly have to lose? The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. All you have to do is go to Amazon and search Peter Harmon Restauranting 101 and buy my book. When the student is ready, the food guru will appear. Thanks for listening. I hope to hear from you soon.